welcome to Suburbanite Inside, folks, or as we like to call it in the biz, The Sip. Here we are in our Black History Month episode, and I'm going to put a trigger warning up at the front here. This shit's going to get heavy. I probably should have thrown some trigger warnings out for some other episodes, but this one definitely. Uh, sensitive ears. I don't know, put some earmuffs on. This is going to get rough. You've never started any episode like this, Josh. I'm a little <laughs> fucking worried, and it takes a lot for me to get worried, but you got that look in it's your eye. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so it's gonna be good for everyone. I feel like this is gonna be good for all parties involved. Listen, I got a feeling we should we should put out the 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 the, the, the lazy boy recliners and <laughs> just let Josh go on this one. I don't know. I mean, you might, you might, because I mean, I'm I'm gonna start this conversation by saying this. So, growing up in in the American school system, granted, I only went through fifth grade, but still, um, you know, How Black History so Month smart? was always a part of my year. Mm-hmm. They tell me jack shit about Black History Month. They tell me about MLK. They mentioned Malcolm and the, the Black Panthers were always, you know, I was told they were a terrorist They're organization. And, yeah, oh. and that's all I learned. And like, everybody loves to put their MLK fucking quotes right. down the one day that right. they don't give a fuck about anything else. Yeah, exactly. Apply that to your daily lives, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Should I, did I beat you to the punch right there? <laughs> you're, you're on board, bub. All right. You're on board, bub. So, yeah, um... Black history. There's so much about Black history just in this country, let alone you know worldwide, that I didn't know. Um, and thankfully, a lot of this stuff is starting to come to the forefront. Like the sh- the HBO show Watchmen, um, it, it taught a lot of people about the uh, the firebombing of Tulsa and uh, you know Black Wall Street and shit like that. Things that they didn't teach us in school. Well, today I'd like to address something that we were mistaught in school. Okay. So we're going to talk about the Black Panthers for a few minutes here. Right. I knew it was a cocked. Yeah. yeah. So uh, just as a quick overview of how I was taught about the Black Panthers, Black Panthers were always, I was told they were bad. Just bottom line, they were, they were gangsters, gangbangers, and, and, and terrorists. That is far from the case. <laughs> I have two pages of notes here, folks. Just strap in. Strap um, on, strap in. The, the Black Panther Party uh, officially uh, ran from 1966 to 1982. It was founded by Bobby Seale, or Seeley, I think it's Seal, um, and Huey P. Newton, who Chicago folks should know. Um, and it was, it was founded in Oakland uh, by college students, and it was formed as a challenge to police brutality. Does that sound fucking familiar? Yep. Very familiar, Josh. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, not as an armed revolution, but rather as uh, a, a watchdog, as it were. So, Black Panthers were originally formed to uh, educate the community about rights and all that, but also to show the white community that they were watching how, you know, watching what they were doing in the shadows, essentially. And uh, kind of some semi uh, neighborhood watch. Mm-hmm. You know, very, uh, they, very. They, they fed their neighborhoods and this and the other. They took care of. And these, this, this organization, political party, really, was founded by college students, so young men. So naturally, there is a, a, an, eager, an eagerness of, and a vigor of youth, but that's <clears throat> not necessarily what I want to talk about today. Um, I'll, I'll round out with the good stuff at the end of my pages, um, but they did a lot of good for the community, yeah. and not in the way that the mafia did, but rather as people who lived on those streets. <laughs> yeah. Now, very early in uh, after their uh, formation, <clears throat> the FBI uh, attempted to infiltrate and disrupt the party 
resulting in several murders over the years. Um, we could actually classify most of them as assassinations. <clears throat> but uh, it, it was a... The organization within the FBI that was that was targeting the Black Panthers, it was it was an acronym. It was like CoinFlow or CoinFree. Um, it was it was founded by Ed, J. Edgar Hoover. Um, mm. J. Edgar Hoover, uh, famous racist, um, saw the Black Panthers as a threat and authorized and encouraged the violent removal of the party. On his orders, or at the very least, by the hand of a program he commissioned. Uh, several key members were brutally executed. Uh, we will get into that again. I, ke I keep going back to the murders, but it's a big part of the story. Because I think the reason that we see the Black Panthers as violent is because they were provoked to violence. Mm -hmm. They were not originally violent. Um, but the press was on board with, with Hoover's uh, narrative. Um, they actively vilified them, uh, skewing their reputation as was customary at the time. I mean, it's it all sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, and, like and if there was like a constant mm -hmm. like echo chamber. Yeah, well, and also, I mean, to add on to that, I mean, Hoover. I mean, everybody's heard the term Hoover flags in the seventies. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of a war on the uh, lower class going on at that yes. point in time. Yes, Am and I wrong? no, you're absolutely okay. right. Um, I mean, this is uh, leading up to like the, the the war on drugs quote unquote and that was absolutely another war on on you know lower class and the black community specifically Tipper Gore. mostly in fucking like la um <laughs> uh but yeah Shameless, so I know, today so. uh similar tactics if toned down are still used by both the press and the government to vilify those who stand up for their rights um we've saw a lot of that in 2020 um and <clears throat> It was still very much aimed at the black community. There's going to be those who disagree with me. You know, put your comments in the section. We'll talk. Uh, I got no problem talking about this shit with a reasonable person. It means fuck you. I don't mean fuck you. Unless you're a racist, <laughs> then fuck you. Um, then I say fuck you, too. <clears throat> so getting back to the formation of the Black Panther Party, um, they, they organized a 10-point program. And really, it was more of a, uh, a set of scruples that they would stand by and that every chapter had to abide by. Um, the, the things that they stood for, their uh, constitution, as it were. Um, we want freedom. We want full employment for our people. We want an end to the robbery by the capitalists of our black community. We want decent housing. We want education. We want all black men to be exempt from military service. Let's, okay, so that's the one I'm gonna pause on, because okay. it wasn't saying that they couldn't join the military it's this is you gotta remember this is yeah right around vietnam they wanted to be exempt from the draft yeah, like yeah, so many having people to were. do so mm -hmm. <clears throat> um where am i uh we want an immediate end to police brutality and murder of our people we want freedom for all black men in prisons and jails uh that is in reference to uh petty crime being tried as uh, to the fullest extent of the law um, we want all black people, when brought to trial, to be tried by a jury of their peers, as defined by our Constitution. That's no, ten, yeah. right? Well, look, there's one more. One more? We want land, bread, housing, education, clothing, justice, and peace. So that's, that is, <clears throat> that last one is... All the tenants. It's all of them put together. Mm -hmm. And it also is the enable right to pursue happiness. Well, if you look at... Not just the Constitution, but the 
the Declaration of Independence, those are the things that we're talking about. Yeah. They're not. They're not far off. Basic, wrong. basic shit. Basic that's, human that's rights. Not wrong. Yeah. Promise to everybody else. And I mean, if that's a starting point, that's where I kind of <clears throat> like disconnect. With, mm-hmm. Like people, like, I'm not even willing to have the argument. Maybe I should, but it's like no too little about it. I feel the same kind of way. I mean, I'm not. Like yeah, I'm it's, not, it's pretty I, fundamental shit. You yeah. Know yeah. What I mean? Very much so. And it's so different from what we were taught. Like, like you said, we don't know anything, so you kind of want to disconnect from it and not speak out of turn. We don't know anything, not for any fault of our own, because that's how we were taught. And it now becomes our responsibility as, as grown adults to educate ourselves properly, because the failings of our education system have failed not just you know, our youth, but they failed us as adults. So we got to learn this shit. And, and rewrite <clears throat> the books of history. Yeah. Yes. So this is, this is the part I was not looking forward to at all. Um, so you remember how J. Edgar Hoover kind of waged a war on the Black Panthers. Um, he sent in agents and like just just informants. He would turn Informs. he would turn he would turn petty criminals and have them join the the Black Panther Party, yep. and they would try to cause problems. There were several murders that were caused that or that happened because of fear within the party, and a lot of it stemmed from people that were plants by the FBI. Um, I've got a short list here of people that were murdered or, or assassinated. Um, first is John Huggins, murdered, age 23. Huey P. Newton, the oldest of the group, when he died, uh, murdered, age 47. Um, I'm pretty sure Huey P. Newton was the, was the guy who was shot in his bed while he was sleeping. Uh, by the Chicago Police Department, and fuck all that. I'm going to get into that later. Um, or no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It's Fred Hampton. P.E.P. Newton lasted a little longer. So Fred Hampton was murdered in his sleep uh, due to one of these uh, uh, plants. There was a guy who who joined the, the Black Panthers. He was an informant for CPD and the FBI, and he got close to... Yeah, yeah. He got close to, to uh, Fred... And the night of his murder, he actually slipped him a drug that put him to sleep so that he wouldn't wake up during the raid. Um, the the FBI uh, broke into the house uh, along with uh, Chicago Police Department. They killed the man who was guarding the door, who never shot off of uh, who never fired a shot. Uh, they shot him through the heart, and he died immediately. Um, This shit breaks me up. Um, the raiding party fired between 82 and 99 shots at the sleeping Black Panther Party members. Uh, the Black Panther Party never returned fire. Um, this this also, like I said, it resulted in the death of uh, Mark Clark, who was 22. So again, I'm going to go over the ages of these boys. John Huggins was 23. Huey, technically a grown man, but still only 47. Uh, Fred Hampton was 21, and Mark Clark was 22. Um, There's Mark Clark. The looks young. Yeah, they're kids, man. They're fucking kids. Um, this case was uh, immediately uh, investigated, and uh, the coroner believed it was uh, problematic. There's there's pictures uh, of the apartment where there's just holes in the bed and the wall and there's just blood everywhere. It's it's an awful scene, awful scene, 
and uh, <clears throat> the commission found that it was a justifiable shooting, even though no return fire was uh, reported or... They're sleeping. Yeah. They're fucking sleeping. Um, on top of that, um, Fred Hampton was killed, murdered in his bed, but, uh, well, he was shot at in his bed. The raiding party pulled him out of his bed and dragged him to the door of his bedroom where reports say uh, the police officers and FBI agents said, is he dead? Is he going to make it? And then two shots were fired, and they said he's not going to make it now. Uh, coroner's report, I believe, says that he died from two shots to the back of the head. Um, so take that and do with it what you will. Purposes. Not just an assassination, Christ, but Fred an execution. Hampton. Fred execution. Hampton. Um, I, I'd like to inter uh, just interject here. Um, there's a movie coming out. Uh, in theaters and on HBO Max on February 12th. It's called uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. It is about uh, the the events leading up to this murder and the relationship between uh, the plant, the informant, and Fred Hampton. And uh, it's definitely something I'm going to be watching. By the time this comes out, it's probably either going to be just out or about to drop. I highly recommend everybody take a look at it. It's got a great cast. Um, the guy from Get Out is in it. Um, if you saw, uh, my voice is wavering a little bit. The shit gets me oh, heated. I know, I know. I have um, if you saw, sorry to bother you, that guy's in it and they play Fred Hampton and I forget this other guy's name, but the, the plant I think was only like 19. Okay. So the FBI is playing children against children to yeah. kill children. Um, <clears throat> regain my composure here a little bit. Um, so Bobby Hutton, uh, another, uh, leading member of the Black Panther party and, uh, not necessarily a founding member, but a, uh, an early adopter, uh, was shot dead by the Oakland Police Department after surrendering during an Oakland PD ambush at age 17. Um, he wasn't in the party for very long, but he got to know the leaders really well, and he was kind of their, he was their boy. He was, he was, he was the guy that, that they went to uh, to get a lot, of the, a lot of the simple stuff done, you know, the running around town and all that. Um, so this is what was done to the community to suppress them. Now, you might be asking yourselves, were they, what were they doing that was so bad? Well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> the Black Panther Party, evil, evil men that they were, apparently. They had a free breakfast program for children. Started in Oakland, and I believe it went nationwide. Uh, they held uh, gun rights uh, classes and rallies. The majority of the pictures that you'll see of Black Panther uh, uh, rallies where they're holding guns, it is... Uh, they're educating the community on their, uh, what is it, Second Amendment rights? First Amendment yeah. speech, Second Amendment's guns? Yes. Um, see, I'm, even I don't know my goddamn rights. <laughs> um, and uh, on top of that, they did uh, civil rights classes and rallies in the same way. Self-defense training, which included uh, the martial arts, which I don't know if you guys know this, but a core tenet of the martial arts is self-control yeah. and learning to be strong mm -hmm. despite your surroundings. Um, and they, they stressed that they would go out and find guys in dojos who Discipline. could, yeah. yeah, they were very disciplined and could control themselves. Um, again, gun safety training, which was separate, um, learning how to respect a, a weapon, um, constitution classes, which I think just in general, most people could benefit, including myself, um, free health clinics and medical clinics, uh, free transportation of inmates, families for visitation and free clothing distribution programs. Everything that they talk about in the 10-point program 
is the stuff that's where they were failed by their government and everything that they did in their community was to make up for those failings not just to draw light to it and not just to point it out they were actually doing a lot about it for 20 years and the FBI saw and you know what fuck it I'm gonna be outright about it the FBI saw the life just a, a black man breathing as being more dangerous than a group of white men with torches and guns. Let's be real here. This is right after yeah. lynchings stopped. And no one was charged for lynchings. Yeah. That was legal. Mm-hmm. You know, and a black man defending himself, that was dangerous. The words of a black man are more, more dangerous than the gun of a white man, apparently. Yeah. And while that uh, point of view has softened, there are still enough people in, in our country that believe that way that it's still a problem. And I don't have any more notes on it, but I have a lot more thoughts. I'd just like to open up the floor. <laughs> and oh, this floor that you talk about. It's a seems more like a, a cavern, you know, you're where you keep finding more shit and stuff to look at. Um, <clears throat> there's obviously been injustice done mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a irreparable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't need, I don't know where to start. It's. I don't know where to finish. Oh, I mean, I, I hope I can finish yeah. in, a, in the good light of the shitty being thing. A human, yeah. But no, I, I mean, I I'm right there with it, you. It's hit, and a lot of people in different ways. I mean, I mean, even nowadays. I mean, like, call back to I think it was a '68 Olympics. Yeah. Um, yeah. When uh, when and two track track stars were mm-hmm. on the podium. I forgot their names. Uh, I think it's. Yeah, Tommy Smith and John Carlos. Mm-hmm. They they both raised a a, a gloved fist mm-hmm. with no shoes on. Yeah, for like first and third or first and second place. And first and, and third, iconic I think. fucking. This is '68. Mm-hmm. You know, this is still during. Yeah, there it is. And so the guy, the guy who stands in front of them, who also medaled, are placed. Um, they he he talked to them before they went on, and they're like, "Hey, are you with us?" He goes, "Look." For my own safety, I will not raise a fist, but I stand yeah, with you. Stand and with you. Yep. correct me if I'm wrong, but he may have taken his shoes off. Uh, yeah, I don't um, think so. But, but but he he made a point of standing with them and yeah. not like yeah. he in order to protect his life. You know, I kind of understand not it's speaking huge. out. It's but, like the end of you know still Vietnam. Yeah, and you know yeah. it's, it's still very much in the shit of America, mm-hmm. you know, where the boys are coming mm-hmm. back and they're still getting fucking shit on because this is a shitty war, this, that, and the other. And we, we send over thousands and thousands of people, including mm-hmm. fucking people that shouldn't even have been there in the first place. We're just trying mm-hmm. to gain freedom, you know, on any aspect, not mm-hmm. just, not just, you know, the black folk, but I mean, Latinos, Asians, they were mm-hmm. just gaining their, their gaining citizenship yeah. by, by going over yeah. and, it, you know, no, it's it's it's, it's, it's and now you gotta you, flash forward to today. People mm-hmm. are fucking bitching about Colin Kaepernick, right? Sitting yeah. on his fucking knee, just fucking. He's still playing. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, you, what do you, what, 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 what does it take? Well, it's really what easy to want, say. It's really easy to say racism is dead. I'm not racist. I don't hang people from trees right. in the middle of town. Oh, good fucking job. Yeah, seriously, my my <laughs> brother's sister's auntie's cousin's boyfriend's black. You know what I mean? Right. It's, like, it's come on, right. guys. Like, and I. I think I get the most angry about this because I was one of those fucking assholes up until relatively recently. The last five years have changed my life and I'm glad for it. Like, I don't like being this angry, but I'm glad that I at least know the truth 
because I was one of those guys who was who was going out and be like, you know what? I grew up super poor. I grew up unprivileged. I grew up, you know, in difficult situations. I had abuse in my life. I don't like getting pulled over. You know, all this shit that I would throw back at people. Like, oh, my, my ancestors were Irish. We didn't own slaves. That's not the goddamn point. And it took me a long time to realize that. It's not about owning even, slaves. Even it's about treating people as people. Blended family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you even yeah. came from that. And you still felt that way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, I hate to say it hereditary. It's, it's, well, and it's something that I should have picked up on from my father. So my old man, good old boy, you know, born and raised just outside of Kansas City. Yeah. Um, and he was in the Marine Corps very young and he had the confederate flag tattooed on his shoulder and i i remember him saying he's like yeah i'm gonna get this one removed as soon as i can get some money together i'm getting this off because it doesn't stand for what i stand for anymore yeah not because he stood for what the flag stood for but because he grew enough in his you know older years you know 30 40 up to you know 50 years old he realized that that flag stood for oppression and that's not who he was i didn't pick up on that cue so my, after he passed away, I was still one of those, yeah, the flag stands for, for it stands for freedom, just, just like the American flag the, does. And that was a bullshit opinion to have. So, yeah, let's get into that a little bit. Uh, Confederate flag. The mm-hmm. people that try to, try to come across in a certain way, like, this is my culture, I'm from the South, this, that, and the other. Um, you know, we, this is it's just what we, what we have. It's what we, we, mm-hmm. we're grown up with, this, that, and the other. I mean, it's sick almost, no? I mean, like your, your old man said that. I mean, and it's like... You're believing in a flag. Flag. You guys lost, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you're, yeah. you're believing. It's like it's like literally. Yeah. It's like literally waving a fucking Nazi Germany mm-hmm. flag. Be- you fucking lost. Yeah. Sit down. Shut the fuck up and don't raise a flag superior to the American flag. You piece of shit. Exactly. Exactly. And on top of that, this goes back to my my gripe about our education system. My whole fucking life, even through college, I was told the Civil War was about the, the states' rights. That is. Fucking bullshit. Yep, yep, because yep, in the yep. in the in the Articles of Secession, the the Confederate States of America claimed that they were leaving the Union. They were they were leaving the United States of America because they believed in the states' rights to own slaves. They did not believe the federal government had the right to tell them they couldn't own human fucking beings. Mm-hmm. That's what the Civil War was about. Not states' rights. States' rights, yeah, sure, they used that fucking phrase, but it was about slavery, it was about oppressing people, it was about suppressing millions of people at once. Yes, and you know what the crazy part about it, it is, is like, even family to family, brother to brother, like, they talk about, that part of the history book is probably right, mm-hmm. brother on brother, father on son, yeah. mother on daughter, everyone had their opinion, and it, yeah. it was black and white, mm-hmm. you know, for lack of a better term, and no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> we are, we've talked about the gray area a lot mm-hmm. on this show, and... That's where we should be living. We mm-hmm. should stop with the fucking colorblind bullshit and just yeah. recognize that we need to move on in 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 the mist, you know, mm-hmm. in in the unknown. Yeah. Oh, this shit's not working. Maybe we should try something else. It might be mm-hmm. crazy because change is crazy. But fucking do it. But fucking mm-hmm. do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. No, you're absolutely move right. Move on. And sure, the shit ain't working. We can. We should hold a balanced view of our history and of and of our trajectory. Agreed, agreed, hundred percent. Because yes. sure, yeah, we don't own slaves. We got we we, as a society, we have evolved to the point where we don't own slaves, and we see that as morally wrong. We we I are slowly. It's we, my slave. <laughs> I mean, my dad always said, "What's the good of having kids? If we can't make them all on." I'm lighting it up a little bit, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, we have come a long way, but we have so much Still further to go. Still, I'd say we're in the middle. 
of our progress. There's still so much we can do because now, yes, it, the primary focus is is the black community. We need to bring them up to a position of of privilege, and cool. we need to bring up we need to bring up women. We need to bring up other minorities. Mm-hmm. We need to bring up uh, the LGBT LGBTQ plus community. We need to bring everybody up so that a position of privilege is a baseline position. Baseline, exactly. There's privilege should wrong not with bring exist. everyone to to. You talk about the American dream. Mm-hmm. What is the American dream with if, if we don't start at the same starting line? Yeah. We have to start at the same place. Mm-hmm. In order to get to our possible yeah. projections, we need to have the same starting point. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a great political cartoon. Uh, I forget who, who drew it and, and where it where it ran. I did. Um, yeah, Greg, you did a great job. <laughs> Thanks. Um, it's, it's of two runners. One is white and one is black. And you only see them at the starting line. And I think the caption on the first frame is everybody starts at the same starting line. And then the next frame is the white runner is free to run, and the black runner has uh, a ball and chain attached to their, their leg. Yeah. And the second caption is, but not everyone is giving, given the same... Uh, starting yeah, point. Same, yeah, they have the same starting yeah. point. They don't have the same starting privilege. Yeah. Freedoms. Yeah. And it's, I, I'm not doing the comic justice because it's, again, the phrasing is, is yeah, important, yeah, but that's the idea. Usually... You give the comic justice, so we'll let you slide <laughs> That's this. That's true. Time. I do give comics a lot of justice, <laughs> but no, I'm, no I'm right there with you, man. Justice. It's 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 old news. It feels like you know. It's I'm so tight of fucking hearing about it, dude. Like, God damn, dude. You I know agree. what I mean? Since I was born, it's been like this, that, and the other. Having to listen to my fucking older, older white fucking people throw mm-hmm. the n-word around it's like my, I, I was never raised like that. My mom and dad yeah. were like well, they would shut any of that shit down real yeah. quick. Yeah, and I'm glad for that. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't so lucky on extended family mm-hmm. or friends and this, that, and the other. It's just, sorry, got a little cold. <laughs> but I'm just tired of hearing the same news, the same rhetoric, mm-hmm. same rhetoric, the same narrative. Why can't we fucking move on from this shit? Just yeah. open up your fucking minds and don't be a dildo. It's pretty mm-hmm. fucking simple to me. I mean, they're asking for the same, the, the Black Panther yeah. 10 that mm-hmm. you put down. It's, it's the same shit. Yeah. Come on, guys. It's all the same stuff this country's built on. And it's it's tragic that when you look at the Rodney King event, not the riots, like the the, the riots, we could have a whole other conversation yeah. about. But Rodney King, the person, this man was brutally beaten by the Los Angeles Police Department, and all of them were found to be not guilty. And after it all, Rodney King was not shouting for justice. Can't we? Rodney all King was just not shouting for along. people. To, exactly. All they fucking want is a little bit of peace, and we are so bigoted. And so up our own asses about how, look what we've done for you, that we can't give them peace. We're shitting on a piece of toast and giving it to them and saying, enjoy your breakfast. Exactly. It's like introducing crack. It's It's an abusive relationship. It's a Section 8 concept. It's not the fucking same. The starting point is not the same. It's not. (sighs) Thank you for being so calm. I am. I'm trying. I'm tired. One of of the (laughs) things that makes me so emotional about this is obviously over the last five years I've made a big journey but the biggest part of that is um, the mother of my child and my, my little boy are mixed and I've learned a lot from his mother about you know growing up black and because and, even though we claim not to see color we still live by what they live by what they used to call the one drop rule. Now this is an old slave days mindset. One drop of black blood makes you black. So 
the way it translates today is if there's one drop of black blood in you, you belong in this community. We're okay if you can sing or if you can run really fast or if you're peaceful and you talk like me. But if you have any iota of your own fucking culture, you're a thug and you deserve to be shot. That's not the outright opinion. And there's a lot of people that are going to argue, argue with me about that. But it's true. Because at the back end of that card, we're going to steal that culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and profit on it. Like, all right, and, this, is, this is a slightly more lighthearted view of it. But, like, I hear so many people upset with, with just there's a cultural thing about, you know, black guys love their shoes. It's a stereotype. You know, black guys love their shoes. Oh, it's, it's black guys. I love my shoes. fucking shoes. Yeah. Elvis wrote a fucking song called Blue Sweet <laughs> yeah, Shoes. Yeah, right, like right. Elvis, Elvis didn't want you to step on his J's Elvis either. Elvis didn't write any music, actually. <laughs> but he, did, he definitely a... didn't want you to step on his J's. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying Elvis is the most overridden one of cocksucker in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's a, there's a couple of... <laughs> Satisfaction is definitely one of my favorites of his. But, hmm. I mean, if you're talking about Memphis, there's a lot of great places you could go that were like groundbreaking yeah. for civil yes. rights, mm-hmm. other than Graceland. Yeah, yeah. and I've yeah. seen both of them. And I'm not gonna lie, like going to the Lorraine Motel in Mulberry. You know what I mean? With, with MLK, okay. like, like yeah, that's yeah. And it it blows me away that we only fixate on MLK. And everyone's getaway. Is it's MLK. because he was peaceful yeah. Yeah. or he was perceived as peaceful. MLK's pi- uh, uh, the pillar of his opinion stood on strategic civil yep. disobedience. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Which when it's and he, I mean, he was a preacher and that man preached the book of uh, is it Lamentations. I think it's Lamentations. Right. Um, and he talked about there's a time for everything. There's a time for there's time for peaceful protest. There's time to raise your voice. There's a time to be quiet. Pick your moments. Because they don't have the right as human beings. We don't give them the right. We don't, or we them don't them allow moments. them the right. We don't give them the moments. Yeah. We don't give them the moment. Like they're not allowed to be angry out of out of out of turn. Like yeah. we watched forty two together. And one of the things that Harrison Ford says to Jackie Robinson is if he hits you and you hit him back, they'll only see your strike. Yep. If you if you answer a curse with a curse, they'll only hear yours. It's not right. Yeah. You can't provoke a man. Yeah. And then when he strikes you, play the victim. Yeah. But we do it consistently, and we have not stopped doing it for 400 goddamn years. Yeah. And it's a... Uh you know, we talk movies a lot here. Um, so another one, remember the Titans when, when mm-hmm. uh, Denzel Washington takes the team out for a nice little couple miles stroll a, a jaunt into Gettysburg mm-hmm. and they're all gassed they're all tired and you know the fog's rising up from the fucking ashes and this stuff he said look here men we're fighting the same fucking war that these people died over mm-hmm. you know it kind of all brought it in to play mm-hmm. and like you, you felt that yeah like <laughs> I just feel like some some of these motherfuckers should that should be their alarm yeah <laughs> you know like the, <laughs> wake up we're fighting the same fucking war, you dickhead. Try to be somebody yeah. better. I mean, that, I don't know. I no, take a lot of, yeah. of, of of words from movies and this, that, and the other, and, and, and historical aspects. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. what do they say? Uh, there's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we replay this shit over and over again. I mean, history repeats itself. We, we've heard that before. Yeah. And it's true. It's fucking, it's, it's the sad fucking truth that that stupid cliche 
mm-hmm. has to be part of our fucking upbringing. It has to be yeah. part of our day-to-day yeah. lives. It has to do in 2021 when the aliens are probably going to land any day. <laughs> we're still <laughs> No, we still got them locked up in Area 51. We never got them out. I'm just saying. We never that, raided that bitch. Like, we got a lot more shit to worry about than yeah. fucking black versus white. Let's, mm-hmm. let's demolish the fucking climate problem you know what i mean there's so yeah. much to do there's so much to do and not enough time to do it why are we arguing on, among ourselves like crickets and ants it's, yeah it's, i like that phrase yeah i like that phrase <laughs> no I, I mean just to correct myself before we go further because it's gonna bug me it was not lamentations it's ecclesiastes okay. um but and that's that's my bad that's my my, my preacher father would be disappointed oh. <laughs> um but I'm going to piggyback on what you said about, about remember the, the Titans, because I'd like to transition from me ranting and railing to offering solutions. And there's a scene in, in that movie where it starts to click with some of the players. And again, this is, we're talking about working with children yeah. and weeding out racism within children. Um, one of the guys misses a block because he, he wants the, wants one of his black teammates to get hurt. And, he was the quarterback, right? The 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 uh, her, uh, it, was, uh, it was a guard. It, it was a, it was a, Well, the quarterback comes at him, right? The, or is the, it the, the linebacker? The white linebacker mm-hmm. came after the offensive That's what guard. It is. I couldn't remember his position, but he was and like they, they captain of the team. Yeah, yeah. And he he gets in this kid's face, and he goes, "You ever miss a fucking? Well, he doesn't say fucking. Yeah. You ever miss a block like that again? I'm gonna hit you so hard. When you wake up, you're gonna need a new haircut." Ooh. Oh, you're going to need a new haircut. No, for sure. That's what I'm talking That's about. That's the kind of shit we need. Happen, and yes. the very next moment, he drops his anger, and he turns around, and he creates a moment of camaraderie with the guy who got hit. Yeah. He's like, left side, strong side. Yeah. Yeah. I am with you. Yeah. Not only am I standing up for you, I'm standing with you. Yeah. And again, we, we've talked about you know, the difference between being a white savior and being an ally. That's being an ally. That's recognizing your own biases squashing them, pulling them out of the fucking earth and moving forward. And pulling your brother out of the earth, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that, like, we need to come to some kind of recollect where one day this is not going to be all fucking butterflies and pancakes. It's going to be fucking real, and it's going to be at your fucking doorstep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, that movie, it's football. Like I said, I'm a sports, mm-hmm. sports, sports, sports. I'm a sports <laughs> guy. So, like, the amount of blood, sweat, tears, and camaraderie mm-hmm. that go into that, we need to feel that for mm-hmm. our everyday lives because it soon hopefully very mm-hmm. later but it's gonna happen where you're gonna be like i'm gonna have to walk over you or i'm gonna have to pull you up mm-hmm. and are we stronger yeah. together or are we stronger divided yeah and if you refuse to evolve i will leave you behind rise up to the moment or get the fuck out of my way get out of the way yep because realistically we're just normal people and we're not going to be able to, to influence the world on, on uh, a national or global level. But you know what we can influence? It's right here. Yep. So there's, there's this book that was written by a Navy SEAL, and he talks about uh, your circle of influence. Your circle of influence is the 10 feet around you. You control that. What happens 11 feet away is not your concern. If it moves into your 10-foot circle, then you can do something about it. So your 10-foot ten, circle... You are in the center of it. You can control you. And he's talking about it in like a sense of like, you know, maintain your composure, be self, you know, self-conscious and shit like that. Be your own universe. But kind of thing. change yourself. That's how I'm going to use it here. Yeah. Grow yourself. Water the good seeds, pull out the weeds. Ever evolving. Yeah. 
And that's something that everyone can change. That's something everyone can influence. And if we got enough people, it's like vaccinations. If enough people vaccinate themselves against racism in this way, you know what? We get a bit of a herd immunity. It doesn't go on to the next generation. I don't want my son walking into a school and being judged by the color of his skin or by his beautiful curly hair. His it mom, his mom talks about, you know, even into her 20s, having to straighten her hair so that, you know, people would accept her. You know, and I, my kid's got some beautiful curls, man. Like, and, and I mean, he'd look good in braids. I don't want him to feel self-conscious about braids. You know, I want him to be able to accept thing as, a, as a father, as a white male, as you are, um, with a, with a mixed son. I mean, the, the questions he's going to be come home with sometimes are probably going to be outside of your realm of, of, mm-hmm. of, of know-how. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's just the shitty fucking reality that it is. I mean, Everybody's gonna get bullied. Everybody's gonna. It, mm-hmm. it just yeah, that's how part of it. Come, but, you know, it, it just it it's just so crazy. Well, that, going back to forty two, like every guy gets you know razzed by by the opposing team. Not everybody is Jackie Robinson getting you know racial epithets thrust at him mm-hmm. mile a minute. That's the shit. That's that. That's the line. You can't compare the two, even though people like to. Oh, I'm just giving him shit. No, you're not. You're being a piece of shit. Yep. And as you brought in. To the start of this, as the FBI mm-hmm. presidential, this is a systematic thing. Fuck J. Edgar Hoover <laughs> and fuck the Chicago Police Department in the 1960s. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I want to go on hit him up, Tupac rant right there. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. It's a good one. That's, that's exactly what Josh is talking about. Like, my best friend is a cop. He's going to be sure. Don't get me twisted there. Like, I try to, to, to maintain a level of balance with this conversation. I am I'm not a fuck 12 kind of guy. But big fucking butt here. There's a lot of guys who go into the police department for all the wrong reasons. They're guys who were bullied, who have a, a, a Napoleon complex. Guys who like authority, bullies go into the police department. Guys that get out of the military that the only thing they know is structure and they're not ready to go onto the force. These are the kinds of people we need to be weeding out because those are the kinds of people that, number one, stay on the force too long and cause problems. And number two, those are the kinds of guys that are most likely to be violent. And that's our goddamn problem. We're not weeding out the violence. We need, these are peace officers. That's how they're defined. Peace officers. Yes, you carry a gun to put down the violence. Mm-hmm. You, are, you do not carry a gun to put down your countrymen. You want to shoot people and get paid for it? Go in the fucking military. Mm-hmm. Scene. I know, I know, Josh. All right, let me let me ease this one up. So I forgot what movie it's from, but uh, you know, a, a officer approaches a car, and he's uh, <clears throat> he's, he approaches, and there's a woman in the in the seat, and he says, uh, "Ma'am, do you know why I approached your car?" And she goes, "Cause you got C's in high school." <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's a, it's a shitty one, you know. But I mean, I and I do respect police. My grandfather was a police officer, uh, mm-hmm. Cook County Sheriff, you know. I've heard some of his stories and he uh he was he was in there in, in you know the late seventies, eighties, you know, kind of things when shit was going down. He he, mm-hmm. he said a few things, you know, and it, it's systematic, dude. Like mm-hmm. you you brought this whole conversation up. I know I know that you're I know that you're trying to wind down right here, Josh. And I know I'm I trying it, not man. to be an asshole about No, it, you you but. can be an asshole. It's a you have to be an like you talked about MLK and his structure mm-hmm. there is a time to be a fucking asshole yeah that's there true. is a time to be a fucking prick and stand up for what you believe in it's mm-hmm. this is this, these are our rights yeah and they're doing it in the right way We're, mm-hmm. we are trying to do this in the right way and mm-hmm. 
it's just it's well, rough. I'm gonna there's, I'm gonna there's, throw there's some good positives at every you. fucking aspect of any situation mm-hmm. or any person. I'm gonna throw some positives at you. So there was a uh, a bill passed by uh, the state of Illinois uh, just last week, uh, or even maybe uh, Sunday, where uh, it reformed uh, a lot of of things about the police department. Um, one of those things is, is they're going to start implementing, uh, body cams and, uh, you know, more, more oversight. I thought that was already in place. No, this was, this was an official bill that just came through to make it, make it universal across the state. Um, and you know, obviously with any bill, when it's proposed by the house, you know, there's, there's going to be some, uh, some backlash and some things that need to be tweaked because that's how, you know, fucking laws work is it's going to be tweaked from, you know, start point to end point. However, yeah, Ooh, man, it's been a long time. Um, um, and we did see a, a large amount of police officers who quit immediately. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. And I would, I'd be willing to bet 90% of those guys maybe shouldn't have been cops to begin with. Yep. I'm not saying they don't have a place in society. And 50% saying of those guys are place. crawling back for their jobs because they made an uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, sure, there's going to be things in that bill that need to be tweaked, and we need to look at the long-term ramifications on how police departments function. I'm not a, I'm not a defund guy. I'm a reform guy. Yeah. Um, Just reallocate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Adjust. Adjust. Yeah, Adjust. Put more money into education. Like, nobody... And, 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 and after-school programs yeah. and stuff like that. It's, yeah. Then... Not problem solved. But I don't care what color you are. You're not happy when the cops show up because it's usually a bad situation. Somebody <laughs> sure. died. Somebody's going to jail. Somebody's yeah. music's too loud. Like yeah. you ain't yeah. and unless you're across the street with your binoculars, you ain't happy that the police yeah. are there. So that's something we can stand on. Like, oh, shit, the cops are here for bad situations. Let's make sure those bad situations aren't Karen calling the police on little Jimmy because yeah. he's playing with a pop gun in the front in the front. Yeah. Lawn for sure, and like uh, going into that, I mean, it's it's tough to say. Um, I, like we've talked about too, I broke my leg earlier last year, early mm-hmm. mid last year, and so my son saw like the police, the police mm-hmm. come, the ambulance, the fire truck, all that kind of stuff, and and he's he says, you know, they're here to help daddy, they're here to help daddy, you know, and I said, yeah, they're the good guys, they're the good guys, you know, and yeah. it's like, I, is that true? For everyone that the police show up, you know what I mean. It's see, it's, a, it's, a, it's, is, a, it's a it's a fucking. I mean, it's the same thing. My, when my I mentality is, is the same as theirs. Like you, you have to prove to me that you're like mm-hmm. a good person. You know what see, I mean? See, I, I like that's like that's with a super liberal. With a super liberal, as my opinions are, I actually think there are a lot of good cops. Problem is, hundred percent. So we we throw around this well, phrase. I, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, Shasti. I'm just. I'm chomping to the bit for, the, bit for this one because this is like my hot take as a liberal. Take um, off your shirt. We. <laughs> oh, no, I can't ruin this shirt. It's a biggie. Um, so we throw around that phrase. It's just a few bad apples. It's just a few bad apples. What's the rest of that phrase, Greg? A few bad apples. Don't fall far <laughs> from the tree. No, but good try. <laughs> the a apples, few, one at bad apples. A few apples, bad apples, bad apples. A bunch. Okay, I, I, I knew it was one of two. A few yeah. bad apples make a bad soup. <laughs> a few bad apples keep the doctor Don't get fooled again. Days. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love minestrone. <laughs> so, yeah, a few bad apples spoil the bunch. Yeah. Why are we tolerating a few bad apples? Mm-hmm. That's. It's not that we have bad apples. 
It's that we tolerate bad apples. Bad apples fucking happen. We are an evolving species that's going to have failings. We are going to fail members of our society, and members, certain members of our society are just irredeemable and that's in what certain we like to call aspects. Applesauce, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> right. Why are we tolerating? Squash them up. Why are we? See, that's another thing. I. They don't. It's not that they don't have a place in Appledom. <laughs> it's that they shouldn't be apple pie. Yes, you should squash them. They should be applesauce. Yes. Yes, These guys shouldn't be cops. Cover they have a place. I'm not saying they shouldn't be alive. Yes, they just shouldn't be cops. And they definitely shouldn't work for J. Edgar Hoover because fuck J. Edgar Hoover. All right, all right. Uh, welcome <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Josh. You make a lot all of right. really good points, and <sighs> fuck me, dude. This is an episode. That's true. This, I I got spinning because there's um. Um, there, there's a, there's a rapper, uh, calls himself propaganda prop guys. Fucking awesome. Um, not only like he's, he's, he's a good rapper, but he's a better historian. This guy can fucking talk. And I've listened to some interviews with him. Like he was on uh, the behind the bastards podcast and listening to him talk about the black Panthers was what several months ago back in like September got me kind of digging into this. And I didn't dig far enough because I did a lot of research last night and dear God, I was at three o'clock this morning, I needed to call somebody to come down for how oh, heated I was. Know? Yo, you didn't better know? call somebody. Who'd you call? Uh, well, I didn't call DX. Um, <laughs> the road dog, Jesse James. The badass Billy Gunn. The new age. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> I, uh, I I called my buddy John, uh, my, my 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 cop buddy. There and, you go. Uh, I knew he was going to the gym. I'm like, look, bro, this is what I've been digging into. I just watched 42, and I dug into the history of the Black Panthers. I need some release. So I didn't even want to talk about it. He was on the way to the gym. Yeah, about, I called him on the way to the gym. <laughs> he's like busting out fucking yeah. thigh masters. Well, he, he said it was chest day. Chest so, day. So, like, he's he's pumping out reps, and he's like, yeah, buddy, just talk. And John, like. He's getting flexed. He's I got a lot of respect for that guy because he, he, was, he was a big dude. Uh, back when when we were in college, he's done a lot of work to you know take care of his health, and on top of that, um, as a cop, like he goes into every day just wanting to help the community, and he's one of those people who's like if 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 I come across a situation of of, of racial tension, I do what I can to diffuse it and sh- and you know bridge the gap. He li- he he works in an area where there's a there's a strange you know kind of cross section. And he's like, yeah, I, I pull over a black guy who's on his way to work. He's shaking. I pull over a white guy who's speeding 30 over. He doesn't budge. He's grabbing for his fucking wall as he's walking so up. So, like, he you goes, I, I try to be as delicate as possible. Be like, I walk up to the window. I'm like, my name is Officer So-and-so. Um, this is why I pulled you over today. Can you, like, speeding tickets are probably his, his, his best example. He's like, can, can, can you tell me what's the reason for the speed? Like you, he's like, well, I'm on my way to work. I'm late, and it'll be like, all right, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, run. Obviously, you're, you're speeding, so I gotta pull you over. Need, um, but I'm sure some white kid has said that to him. (laughs) Um, uh, But he's like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you on your way as fast as possible. You're on your way to work. I don't want to jam you up any more than I have to. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that is probably my favorite phrase of his. I don't want to jam you up any more than I have to. Yeah, just trying to keep. And you know, he he does what he can to. Try and bridge that gap. And I think if more cops were, were not just good cops, but were good people in that way, we could naturally weed out 
all those bad apples. Mm-hmm. Because it's the it's that extra step where it's like, yeah, you broke the law, but we're going to do what we can to treat you fairly. You're late to work. And you're, you live in an area that you need to be at work on time. You could lose your job. You're not going to be able to pay this ticket if you can't get to work on time because you're going to lose your job. You're going to, you're going to, you know, default on this ticket. You're going to lose your license. Then you can't get another job. He's like, that's not what I'm out to do. I'm not out to ruin your life. I'm out to protect the people and keep the peace. So you know what? Here's your warning. Here's your warning. Slow down. Go to work. Yep. And when he's got to be rough, like I'm not talking like beating people up, but when he's got to be stern. Well, I mean, that's that's part of the job too. That's yeah. And that's something that we have to respect with someone who's willing to be gentle and delicate mm-hmm. when they can be yeah. stern is not stern is not the the uh, homeostasis mm-hmm. it is an it is literally an a, a step on the use of force continuum yeah. presence vocal commands like if, if you can keep the peace with your presence don't elevate yeah like yeah. if somebody's if somebody's yelling at you and you can get them to calm down by standing still don't stab them <laughs> don't tease <laughs> like, them don't say you're gonna pepper spray their mother like, so, Jesus. yeah, obviously there's there's a whole host of other issues that we could talk about, but I encourage our listeners, those of you who don't know, look into it. Look into the Black Panther Party. Mm-hmm. Look into what we were not taught what Malcolm X talked about. Look into Malcolm X. Don't just watch the movie. Actually look into his speeches. Malcolm X, the, the second part. I mean, right. watch, watch his progression. Yeah, I mean, he watch was the that movie, but, I mean, but also well, I mean, you know, do your research. Was. He, was, he progressed yeah. into that person because mm-hmm. yeah, he thought the same way. Yeah. The hate, hate, hate. Mm-hmm. You know, hate, begats, hate, this, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's the whole eye for an eye, over yeah. goes blind kind of thing. It's, it's just not what we want. No, and absolutely. Look into guys like Fred Hampton who would yeah. personally, he's, he's leader of the Black Panther Party, serving kids on Saturday mornings at breakfast, teaching them you know, uh, what was his phrase? Uh, does, does breakfast go better with a smile or a frown? And the kids would shout out a smile. But you know what? That was never aimed at the kids. It was aimed at the, the you know, the 17, 18-year-old, 19-year-old guys that were working with him. They're angry. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. And they're serving because they're part of the Panthers and they have Served to serve. with a smile. But he, would, he wouldn't just change the kids. He'd change the high schoolers. And the guys out of high school where it's like, you don't have to be this way all the time. Change yes. the narrative. Yes, you're angry, and you should be. But don't let that anger consume you because then your enemy wins. They want you to be angry and violent. They want you to act the way, they, the, the, way the stereotypes expect you to act. And you know what? I don't want to be a stereotypical, stereotypical white guy. I don't want to whitewash my history. I want to recognize that I was a fucking son of a bitch in my younger years. And I'd like to be able to, whether I die tomorrow or if, if modern medicine leads me to die 300 years from now, I want to be able to look back on my life and say, I always got better. I always did what I could for my neighbor. And I never let anyone suffer under my watch. Whether it's they need a drink of water or they need someone to step in and actually make a difference. Step in and make a difference. Step in and make a difference. That's, yeah, look into the Black Panthers, look into Malcolm X, look into Martin Luther King Jr. There's a lot of shit that you don't, they don't teach you. Um, go listen to uh, U.S. History by Flipside. Great song, really gets the message across, and it points out, you know, just how fallible we have always been. Um, 
go read about you know Tulsa go read about go read about uh, Black Wall Street go read about the only time in American history where the people superseded the government staged a coup and none of them were arrested or tried and don't be like that (laughs) go learn the lesson we were supposed to learn you know they're they're always telling you you know history is is cyclical you know you're bound to repeat it if you don't know your history well do something about it learn your history and don't make those mistakes and yes we've come a long way there are not these giant we need to stop slavery type things we need to change the intent of growth the intent of change is for smaller changes and smaller changes over time to be made when you're carving marble you start with a block and you make big cuts and chips when michelangelo was carving the david when he had it almost perfect he didn't cut the fucking head off he didn't need to we don't need to make those cut the head off changes we don't need those giant changes we need those fine minute changes that make all the difference because what made michelangelo stand out from his peers was he took the time to make the small changes you can make the small changes i can make the small changes that's how we get better that's how we evolve that's how we change and that's how we stop seeing black men die in our streets on a weekly basis that's how we stop seeing the kkk grow from year to year that's how we stop having racist laws passed that's how we stop having nonsense like QAnon rise up and we had so much shit go on last year how is it that lizard people is the news (sighs) I'm getting off topic again. <laughs> We're here, point with you, buddy. Is, point is, we can all be better. Some of us can be a lot better. Yes, Some yes. of us can be a little better. Some of us can just be better at being better. Most of us can get a lot better. Not me. I'm perfect. <laughs> you pretentious fucking writer. Goddamn right. Um, no, we can <clears> all be good, better. It was a good one, Josh. I really uh, appreciate you know your passion and intellect in this matter. Uh, you know, I have. I don't know. I'm kind of speechless. I mean, you've said your gripe, and it's it's a valid one. And I, I I'm Capitan. <laughs> I'm with you, buddy. I mean, yeah, I appreciate love, you guys. Love, love, love. You know I, I, mean? I appreciate that you're willing to go on the on on this journey with me. And not only that, but you're willing to give me a platform where I can let, yell into a microphone about how terrible things are. Well, you had a platform. We just gave you a camera. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah i, I don't cool. even know i don't even know if it, it feels right to unplug i think we just your log off. Yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna plug kind of a sound. go okay. for it yeah. your education has failed you and is your responsibility to educate yourself or to find people who can help you educate yourself again looking at all those things i told you about um, Wikipedia, surprisingly, is your friend. You can learn the base facts about a lot of stuff, but you're not going to learn everything. Go source all the information yeah. for yourself. If you look Critical at if you thinking. look at the Wikipedia pages for Fred Hampton, the Black Panther Party, uh, Bobby Seale, you will find scarce references to all the good things they did. So it is your responsibility to find those seeds. See what see what kind of growth they can lead you to. Um, cite your sources know your sources um and if 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 something comes across your path that you're not familiar with learn about it 
dive in. You don't. No one don't can know influence much about your opinions except dive for in. you. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Let's keep um, going back on critical thinking. Just yeah. ask, ask who, what, when, where, how, mm-hmm. why. When, if you get your answer, ask why again. Yeah. When you get your answer, yeah. ask you why again. You can answer a lot of your questions if you just ask yourself those mm-hmm. things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of just finding whatever's and most convenient for yeah. you. Absolutely. So true. The 30-second thing that shows up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. Do you think there's any truth to that? Maybe a, a, a touch? Maybe there's maybe. Go check it out for yourself. Yeah. Go, go find out. It. Maybe, yeah. Go find out. A meme's a meme. Don't get memed. <laughs> Don't get fucking memed. Um... I'm going to close with this. And like the guy said that we're, this is not an episode that we should plug on. Um, but I'm going to plug this. If you can change the world, change the world. If you can change the country, change the country. But above all else, change you control your realm of influence and go educate yourself. It's on you. There's a, uh, there's a line in a terrible movie called never back down. And it speaks to me on a daily basis. The fight is never over unless you let it be over because you can always change your position. If you're wrong, you can always change your position. There is no shame in recognizing that you made a mistake and growing from it. All the shame lies in recognizing your mistake and sitting in your mistake. So with that, Shasti, thank you for coming. Thank you for always being the master of the mix. Greg, thank you for your input. My pleasure, buddy. And, uh, Be safe out there. We love you.